Welcome to the Rambler Man podcast, episode nine. Um, today I am alone, as you can tell. Um, and today I want to talk about current events. I don't really have any topics. I'm just kind of going off the top here, um, just to talk about what's been going on. Um, and. Try to make sense of it all, um, even though it probably never will. Um, it's kind of like the sick joke of the entire world is that nothing will ever truly make sense or be known. Um, but we could try our best, at least to have some understanding, um, ask the right questions, um, and just really think about things from a different perspective or multiple perspectives here. Obviously, I'm very limited because it's just me, but you know. I think that it's valuable to put yourself in other people's positions, even though you know, you've never experienced what they've gone through or what it's like. It it all can at least give you a fraction of an idea. Um, so first, um, we have in quarantine 2020. Um, at some point during this quarantine, I don't remember. My days are all messed up. I'm sure as everybody else's. Um, just chaotic times. Um, there was the Ahmad killing, um, or shooting. Um, black guys out for a jog, at least according to what is being said by media. We hear all kinds of differing stuff. Um, two white gentlemen, uh, appro- come, come up on him and shoot him. Um, the context of the situation is still not very clear of exactly what was going on. You have a lot of media and a lot of people, you know, um, pulling different things. Um, I think the fact of the matter is, regardless if he was guilty of something, those gentlemen should have not taken it into their own hands um, and killed him. <clears throat> I think that's one thing to, you know... Uh, I know they're not cops, but if they were to try to detain him or like hold him in place while they call the cops, that's one thing that's different. But the evidence that I've seen about, in the sense that there's someone recording. Um, I have chickens laying eggs in the backyard. Sorry, if you can hear that. Um, They have somebody recording this whole altercation, which means that obviously this was premeditated. Um, so whether or not it was they were trying to kill this man, they knew what they were doing and they were going to do something that probably shouldn't have been okay. Um, I don't want to get into the intricacies of that because that one's a little more complex. But now you have in the last week, you have uh, George Floyd um, or Floyd George. For some reason, I can't remember the order of the names. Um, but, um, I watched the video and what happened in that video was crazy. Um, and I think there's a lot of dialogue right now and a lot of people saying different things, you know, um, there's a lot of people pissed, rightfully so. Um, uh, people are, you know, calling out other people and saying, you know, if you don't stand up for us. Um, you people that are white and this, this, and that. 
the thing is, it's a slippery slope. I think a lot of people mean well, and I think a lot of media, you know, twist the, the story that's going on here when it comes from uh, what's going on with people, um, you know, and how people's feelings are. I think there's a huge disconnect of understanding between like white, between white people and colored people, um, because a lot of white people will never understand because they never experienced it. But, you know, when you tell somebody that they don't understand, you know, or that, you know, I'm trying to think of a really good example here. It's like, I've said this before, and it's, it's, it's the best way I know how to put it. It's like you're playing chess, okay? You have the white pieces and the black pieces. White people are white pieces. Black people are black pieces, okay? The white person has more pieces than the black, pe the black pieces, the black person. Naturally, because to say that there hasn't been systematic oppression, oppression um, and that there has been a lot of things done to the black and colored communities in general, you'd be lying to yourself. Our government and government agencies have come out and said and have done things to people and groups of people through history, period. Um, so even though I feel like there's less racism than ever because, you know, ultimately, the reality of the matter is we're a melting pot and there's races being mixed all the time. Eventually, there's not going to be a way for people that can be like, oh, white and black. Because eventually, the races are going to be so blended together, it really doesn't fucking matter. Um, which the idea of, of white and black is so ridiculous at that point because like really we're all just human beings but to fail to recognize and respect the fact that through history colored people have been oppressed and cheated and you know a lot of people forget about Native Americans they're probably the most cheated and pissed on people in the world um, and the fact of the matter is like this chess game white people are just put in a position where they have more pieces in most cases you know most white there's not that and I don't want to say that there's not poor white people that grew up in like poor neighborhoods where it's like trailer park or ghetto that's not what I'm saying I'm saying if you look at the vast majority of the percent of white people you know a lot of them are in you know good communities you know they're not in the ghetto you know where they're forced to life and death situations where they have to do something they probably nor normally wouldn't um so just think about this chess match you have the white pieces have more pieces the black people the black pieces have less so white and blacks um and what happens is in, I'm setting that context because of history. Um, do I think that it's the ultimate um, cause? No, because I think in general, people are all the same, regardless of color. You know, everybody experiences some kind of hardship. It may not look the same, but everybody, you know, the people that are successful, they're successful not because of what color they are. They're successful 
because of something they have in them, some kind of challenge or adversity they had to overcome. Um, now, once again, back to this representation, in, in a lot of cases, the white people have more of an advantage because of, you know, they live in a nicer neighborhood, they have better connections. Um, so, well, a lot of times what happens is, you know, the player with the more pieces will hear some, I don't know how to put it exactly, what would be the best, it's like a dialogue, but the person on the other side of the table with the black pieces, and this could be any colored person, to be honest with you, it would say, you know, well, this is unfair, you have more pieces. Now, because the perspective of the white person or the person of privilege, they don't see it as a problem. They feel like they're attacked. So their first thing that they're going to do is justify the cause or what's going on. Um, and it's really not like a, the chess match illustration I use because really it should be like, a, hey, look, there's obviously... A disadvantage here there's obviously been something where you've been cheated because it's like you inherit this this chess set and it's like that where there's more white pieces than black but these people that have the chess set now aren't the ones who made it so it's kind of like you have to come to an agreement like hey look this is unfair this there needs to be an, a level playing field here you know, um, and I think a lot of times there's not a recognition. You know, people don't recognize that there is a lot of issues with what's going on. I think this chess illustration was god awful. Um, but to get back on point, um, a lot of times people will say stuff. Um, to kind of make pe people feel bad or kind of attack white people in a way that the instant reaction you get is to be defensive, you know. And a lot of white people will just say, you know, hey, but, you know, we're, we're poor. You know, what about black on black crime and blah, 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 whatever bullcrap they want to shoot out. But it's a lot of times the way that it's approached. I give an example about this because I see a lot of people posting about like, if you're silent, then you're condoning racism. Look, social media warriors, it's great that you post about it. It's great. But what pisses me off the most about the situation with Floyd was... This officer's has his knee on his neck, you know. The people are recording, and they're saying, you know, he's not breathing. Like, they're saying all this stuff, trying to get the cop to stop. I just pose a question, okay? At what point does human life lose its value? He obviously wasn't a danger, you know. A lot of cops say are saying, you know, that this cop acted completely out of line. I have cop friends. I love cops. I have a lot of respect for cops. Because um, their job is hard. It's really fucking hard. Um, 
So at what point does human life lose its value where people aren't allowed to intervene on the behalf of that person? Put yourself in Floyd's position. Who knows what the context is, but whatever the crime he committed, it didn't warrant him to be killed. Okay. Um, would you want to be on the ground with not being able to explain yourself or not being able to breathe and the cop just doesn't listen? I mean, you have a bunch of officers around you that can help, you know, restrain this man. The whole thing is just ludicrous. It just makes no sense. It does not make any sense. And I ask the question is, at what point does human life lose its its value because the people around them weren't, I don't think, try hard enough on the man's behalf, regardless of the situation. I understand you don't know what could happen. You could get shot for whatever. But I think that it, it draws the question of, like, at what point? Does like authority lose its authority because clearly something was being done wrong? It's just a question. I mean, I'm not saying that ultimately, you know, someone should have done something and killed the cop. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is at what point does something is obviously not right? Does that cop lose their authority in that circumstance, you know? Because at the end of the day, it's just someone put in a position of authority, you know? But at what point, outside of the system we live in, does that authority diminish because of what's going on? I'm not saying that's always should be the case. I think it's always rare circumstances that something like that should happen. But, you know, it just begs, begs an interesting question, you know? Let's say this scenario, um, these bystanders obviously saw this cop was killing this man. Three or four of them pushed the cop off to save that man's life. I want to know, is it in their right to do that? Um, will they get in trouble? I have read that, you know, if you touch an officer or assault an officer, it's like three charges you get. Um, I'm just curious of, you know, what what would the court rule on that? You know, it just brings an interesting question. Um, now, the next thing that, that's always been curious to me is, you know, because I've heard this time and time again, is that. A lot of the cases where there was a police brutality or, you know, an unarmed person is killed, um, you know, st statistics show that, I mean, people of color are more likely to die, and that's a fact. Um, but I think that one thing that's important to recognize is that police, police officers have a hard job. And if you imagine the situation of a police officer, they're putting their life on the line every day. And imagine you work in a shitty neighborhood where you're not from. You know, um, you're not familiar with the culture there, how people are and how they should be treated. And eventually you develop PTSD. 
And I'm sure you could talk to any of your cop friends and talk to anybody that works in law enforcement. And they'll tell you, you know, that PTSD is real. Even if they don't realize it, they know somebody who has it. Because the shit they do is hard, you know. You're dealing with situations that they can't necessarily always control. They could get killed any day. Um, So it's important to understand that the type of stuff they do is a huge demand on their psyche. Um, And some people are not cut out for the job. Or they need to have some kind of uh, process. But a lot of the issues we have in this country when it comes to, you know, in particular like law enforcement, it's really old systems of way an old system of the way they like to do things, you know, um, it's like immigration and stuff like that, you know, it's old and they haven't improved it. They're not really looking to, you know, be better for the community. A lot of times, you know, they just hire whoever you hear many times of these people that end up killing somebody wrongfully. So came from another department who, was known to have issues before, yet they were able to be hired somewhere else. That's ridiculous. That's like, it's wrong. Um, so the police department, I feel like, should have better practices when it comes to, you know, the way that officers are treated, especially when it comes to, you know, their mind state, um, how they're doing their job. Um, you know, stuff like that. I think that, you know, they shouldn't get a slap on the wrist for stuff that happens. And I've always said this, you know, I think that people of authority, um, politicians, law enforcement, I don't care who you are. We're all people that live in the same country. If you commit a crime, you deserve the same punishment as us regular people. And it'll give people a second thought about doing some things that they think that they um, think is okay, especially in politics. Um, so I think that these officers, if they commit a crime that is deemed wrong, instead of just being fired or putting suspended, they should be put on trial. You know, it's only fair. Especially if it was deemed as something that was wrong. You know, I understand if it was in self-defense or an accident, but this is no accident. You know, the man is asking for, you know, I can't, or saying he can't breathe and there's no response to him. You're just ignoring him with your knee on his neck. Any competent person um, that knows any kind of self-defense or jiu-jitsu or anything like that you know knows that you don't need to put your knee on someone's neck to keep them subdued especially if they're handcuffed um so i mean there needs to be a lot of reform i think with the way that the officers or the police department is you know a lot of places where some of this happened there's a lot of politics and fucked up shit that goes on and I think that we have to realize as a people that 
you know. I mean, it's just a slippery slope. Everybody needs to do better, you know, I think. Um, leaders need to do better. We don't have any good leaders. Um, I think that, you know, we as a people, human beings in general, it, injustice is injustice. Regardless of racism, we need to stand up for injustice. Um, and like I said earlier, a lot of people are calling people calling people to say like, if you don't say anything about it, then you're you're just you're you're complicit. Listen, like I said, social media is great, but if you're just posting shit, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean that. I'll tell you right now, if I was outside at the park, and I saw somebody saying something racist to another person. I would for sure say something to that person. I would call them out. You know? I would be... I, my actions would speak louder than my words. I could post on Facebook. Like, Look, you need to say something. You need to say it. If not, you're racist too. Uh, no. Because if not, I'm just playing a charade like everybody does. Everybody virtue signals. Everybody likes to say like, Oh, I'm, I am holy. I am good. But when it comes down to the wire, a lot of people freeze. A lot of people see stuff that they know is wrong. They're like, oh my God, look. They pull out their phone and record or they don't say anything. Look, if I see something wrong, that's racist, that's injustice, that's you know someone stealing from someone's house, I'm going to go say something. I'm going to go do something about it. And that's what's important. And I think that's what people really want. A lot of people aren't. And this is what I was saying at the beginning about a lot of stuff is kind of twisted the wrong way. I don't think, it, and I don't think people realize it. People mean well, but what they're really trying to say is something different. We as a people need to act and also make sure that if we see anything that's like that, that we act on it. Not stay silent, not, not just watch from afar that... When we see injustice, when we see racism, when we see stuff that, you know, rubs us the wrong way, we do something. That's the key. And I think that a lot of people have this idea that, you know, oh, you shouldn't be allowed to say stuff like that. Look, it, the most honest thing I could say is freedom of speech. If you want to be a racist fuck, say whatever you want. You know, fly... Uh, a confederate flag do whatever you want i don't give a shit it just tells me about who you are what kind of person you are you know you have this old archaic way of thinking that just because someone was born different than you that there's something wrong with them that's ridiculous we're that's like so backward thinking like if we're supposed to be getting smarter then everything that limits us on a very materialistic way or what we see is so irrelevant you know people are so much deeper than that you know your consciousness you know people people's souls and what they are their passions is way more important than what they look externally and i think that people being allowed to voice their opinion as they wish is important because it tells you about them and I think that the more people are honest about how they feel about other people, the more people can be the action. 
you know, someone saying racist stuff, then someone's going to go on there and be like, yo, you're fucking stupid for thinking like that. Have you ever hung out with a Latino or a black, you know? It's just, it's, it's frustrating that, you know, that's something that we still have to deal with. But I think freedom of speech, people being allowed to say and voice their opinions as they will, make them feel stupid. Because there's a lot more people that aren't racist and that are accepting and united. Um, and ultimately, I think the race thing is not as important as uniting as a people in general, you know. You know, like I said, eventually we're all going to be blended anyways. We should be united as one, you know. We should be fighting for blacks and Latinos and poor white people and Native Americans all under one banner together as one people. Because ultimately, that's the scariest thing is one large group of people that are fighting for the rights of all, you know, women and everything. So ultimately, that's the most important thing. Um, you know, and background on myself, I should have probably started with this, is like, I, I look white, but my dad is Hispanic. And I myself have never really been, uh, you know, treated differently because of my skin. I probably would say probably that I've had a fair, easier time because I look white, completely white. And, you know, but I know and I've heard stories of, you know, how my family was treated you know, my grandparents and my dad. And I know that it's something that it's not to be taken lightly. And nobody likes that. Just whenever you think to yourself, like, is this right? Put yourself in that person's position. How would you like to be treated different just because of the way you look? You weren't, you didn't pick this. You didn't pick it, you know? And that's the frustrating thing. It's a lot of these people, everybody was born with a, a hand of cards. We didn't get to pick them. We didn't get to pick our family. We didn't get to pick what we look like. We were just given this hand. And I think that if we understand that, you know, we should all be fighting for each other because, you know, we're all on this journey together. We didn't pick what we looked like or who we were born into, like in a family and community. And we should just be striving to better ourselves, better our community, you know, bettering our state, you know, and a lot of people get wrapped up on a large scale, but, you know, first things first, focus on what's around you, you know, help your community, because that's the biggest impact you're going to make in the first place. Um, I feel like this topic was everywhere, but, you know, there's a lot of things, a lot of variables, you know, it's not so simple. You know, there's people that are racist. You know, there's people that do stuff wrong. Um, But, you know, we need to actively be the difference in the world. And I think that's what people are really trying to say. Um, But also, you know, not all white people are bad. You know, it's not every white person. Because there's there's a lot of white people that aren't racist. So... It's it's a really trippy, tricky topic to navigate because there's so many different things at play here. And I think one of the biggest things is the media likes to divide people. You know, like I said earlier, uniting is the key. But, you know, division makes it easier to control what's going on, you know. 
like I said earlier, you know, there's been people that have been at play dividing and messing with our minds and um, destroying communities since, I mean, the 60s, maybe even before that. And it's crazy. Um, the information's out there that people, you know, the CIA and, you know, the government has been involved in things that was wrong. So, it's just, this one's a little rambling. I'm, you know, sometimes I'm just trying to make sense of everything myself, too, because it's a very interesting thing to talk about. Because it's not just one-sided, you know. There's so many things that, to, you know, sift through and figure out. Um, and it's just interesting, you know, talking through it, hopefully... This helps you think about some things yourself, you know. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to try to ramble on too much because I just feel like I'm all over the place. But it's just crazy times, you know. I think the golden rule is always the most important rule. You know, treat others how you would want to be treated, you know. Um, because at the end of the day, That's the most important thing, how you treat your neighbors and how you treat others um, is a reflection of you. And I think that if people took that notion, regardless of what people looked like, the world would be a better place. Um, but yeah, thanks for being with me on this trip down Ramble Road, Ramble Boulevard. A little bit more of a serious one. I want to start getting a little more loose with the podcast, not so serious. I just, this is just what's going on. So this is what we talked about. Um, thanks for listening. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe, comment, like, drop some comments. Like, what's some topics you want to hear about, you know? Um, it could be anything. Send me some videos. Send me some articles. I don't care. I want some stuff, some interesting stuff. Send me music. I'll review music. I don't care. I like discovering music as well. Um, if you're listening on any of the streaming platforms, go ahead and follow the podcast. Give us a rating. Um, thanks for listening. Um, and till next time, thanks for sticking with us on the Ramblin' Man. Till next time.